Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern-day Asian-American woman. My name is Helen. I'm Janet. And I'm Mel. Hi, everyone. We are back with another episode. Today is a Saturday, and we are currently at the Wong Fu office. Thank you to the Wong Fu team for letting us borrow your space to record. How are you guys feeling today? I'm feeling okay. I'm coming down from a sickness, so I've been a little bit better, but hadn't been able to sleep the past couple of nights because I've been coughing phlegm up from my Aww. my breathing Oof. canal. Uh, not being able to sleep is the worst. Yeah. Like, multiple nights in a row, that really gets you. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm a little bit better now. So, last night, I played Catan. That's my game, yo! <laughs> <laughs> we get so serious. But we, like, play and we, like, have, like, a glass of wine. It's nice. It's very chill. So, I had a chill Friday night. Wow. Who are you? I know. I'm 30-something. <laughs> Jana's like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah, I know. I spent my Friday night doing uh, equally, actually... Is this more or less exciting? Uh, looking up health insurance plans for... <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> I'm currently taking some time off work and I'm not planning to be unemployed for too long. But, you know, with the new law where it's like you'll mm. be potentially um, get like a tax penalty if, you don't, if you're if you not covered. So I was on the interwebs doing a little bit of research. What did um, you find? What did you find? So I think I'm actually going to go with Oscar, which is a, a mm. brand that I went with in the past. It's it's pretty boring. Maybe we just take some time. <laughs> <talk about something. laughs> I have a lot of freelance <laughs> friends that also use Oscar. I was looking into Oscar too when I was... Um, kind of in between health insurance Mm. yeah so it's pretty good so i did that and i also video chatted with my friend who's engaged in her fiance they're in chicago so i spent like two hours video chatting with them oh, that's fun night. it's a very different friday night i think from when maybe uh what i would have been doing a couple of months ago even <laughs> actually jenna was about to go with me last night i was yeah. i was on the fence which actually then leads us to then what what did you do last night Ms. this Melody? is the this is the life of 30s versus 20s yeah. now <laughs> But it's funny because I, I feel like the, I, I like to lounge the most. I'm surprised I went out last night. I had a few friends visiting from New York. So I decided to go out to a bar. And honestly, I was leaning against staying at home because literally I was chatting with you two and I was looking at 
baby videos on Instagram and I was sending you baby videos. Oh, I appreciated those. Yeah, those right? <laughs> I literally was looking at the baby videos. I'm just like, this is my Friday. But then I was like, you know what? Let, let me go out. It's been a while since I put myself in a situation where like outside of my comfort zone because yeah. the friends I were visiting, I didn't really know them that well. I met them a couple times through a mutual friend. But I was like, you know, the last time I remember going out with someone that I didn't know as well was actually Helen back in 2015. Oh my gosh. Wait, that is five years ago. Wow. Exactly. Wow. So I was like, you know what? Let me just go out and meet some people. So last night was really fun. I had no excuse to because the bar was five minutes away from my house. I was like, mm. you know, what? this is... Might as well just do it. And I had a really good time. I can't handle my alcohol anymore, to be honest. Mm. I had like three drinks and I feel like crapped right now. Oh, no. Aww. I know. But it's okay. You have your coffee next to you. Co- thanks thanks to Helen. Hydrate. And your bottle of water. Bottle of yes. water. Yeah. And have these ladies here. There's also a trash can next to you if you need it. <laughs> just kidding. There isn't. I, I, looked, I literally <laughs> looked around. Like, <laughs> yeah, but so today we're actually going to be talking about... No, we're not talking about anything. Today we're answering your questions. <laughs> so we, put, we asked you guys on social media, I think two days ago, to see if you have any questions for us. We do this every season, so why not? let's jump in yeah Yeah. and we do have this sort of split into different topics we have an abg section we have a dating section we have a college careers finances your personal style and then just a bunch of random stuff so i feel like we talk about this stuff a lot but y'all still have questions for us so let's dive right in starting with the abg one that's fun since we are that um, <laughs> any rituals or traditions before every recording we mm. high five each other no, no, no. we don't <laughs> I was like, no we don't any rituals we test our mics we do um we get books to stack our we mics do. on top we do our setup actually is still the same i don't know if that's like a ritual but from the first day we recorded we used shoe boxes and books and we're still using the same mics and the same spit guards and, and our own personal laptops that lack of progress or is that <laughs> a ritual now <laughs> It's not during recording, but we have a ritual before every event we go to now. Yes. We always like to hide away in the bathroom where all three of us can be by ourselves and kind of like... Pee together at the same time. What? Just kidding. I don't know. I'm in a really weird mood today. <laughs> I was like, what? Wait, what did you say? Pee? Pee together at the same oh, time. I, I, I was like, what are you... <laughs> like we time it. Like one, two, three, go. <laughs> yeah, Helen's weird right Maybe now. Maybe next time. <laughs> but we like kind of come together and we like hold hands and like... Not while we're peeing together. <laughs> that, we're not that close. visuals for people right now. Like you have really long arms that just like that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, you can. Stuff. You could. Because you can always reach under. Let's not, yeah, you for sure can. Yeah, let's not do that. This question okay. is, tur- or this answer is turning into a very different question. I think <laughs> now we might do that one day. Oh, God. But yeah, that is a ritual for us because I feel like that is a way that we kind of center ourselves. As much as we love, love, like one of our favorite things is meeting people. It still makes us nervous every time we have to mm-hmm. go out and do some sort of introduction or speaking in front of a group of people. So it's a way for us to be like, it's just us now. Let's get back to like what this is, how this started, and then be ready to go out and meet everyone. Second question. What did you surprise yourself most? What part of ABG surprised us individually the most, I guess? I mean, I think for me, it's the fact that I think the three of us have always felt very normal, mm-hmm. just like such normal girls who worked nine to five jobs, nine to five plus jobs. And we never felt like we had something very special to say. Mm-hmm. Nothing more unique than someone else who might have already put content out there. And I think the fact that we are able to continue doing this with the support of everyone out there listening, that is the thing that has surprised me the most. Y'all care about what we say. Y'all yeah. care about these answers to your questions. That's pretty cool. No, that is very true. I would say I used to, I was so ultra focused in like my career being or like my kind of nine to five job being the way that I would maybe like have impact on people Mm -hmm. um, and did not expect that uh, yeah, something like a podcast or any type of media outlet and like a side project that turns into a business um, and a community, which is like the most important thing. Yeah, I would so second to that. 
Dang, I was going to third it too. Can I third it? Yeah, third you it, can yeah. third whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, I think for me it's because I do feel like, yeah, it's like what Helen said, we're very normal. I guess for me what surprises me about ABG is that like I feel very privileged and honored that like we say people want to listen, but sometimes it doesn't really click in me that like, wow, you guys really truly believe in what we had to say because it's just like you feel so normal all the time. And even seeing responses in person, like some people are like, oh my God, like you, are, you guys are ABG. And I'm just like, I'm Mel. Like I feel like I'm... I'm like you. Like, I don't feel anything, any special, any different than anyone that we meet. So when they react that way, I'm just like, holy shit. It's a really weird and also, like, cool feeling to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say, like, getting a very tangible thing that surprised me about ABG. I still remember, like, when we first released, I think our first episode, within, like, a week we got emails. Um, Mm -hmm. And just the first time that we got, like, a super lengthy email and it was followed by, like, two other ones within the same, like, day. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, whoa. That really took me by surprise very yeah. immediately. The moment that surprised me a lot is when we were in Boston, that girl came up and she didn't say anything. She started crying. And I was like, whoa. Mm. Like, I didn't understand yeah, yeah. that. Like, I didn't understand the comfort. That I, we I, provide. Yeah, because yeah. I go to other things for comfort. Like, I watch vlogs. They make right, me feel good. Right. But I didn't know that we actually provided that for someone mm-hmm. else. That is a big moment of surprise. I feel like when someone comes up to you and they're moved to tears yeah. because yeah. they feel so, like, that you fulfilled or that you've provided such value for them yeah. in a way that it was, like, comfort when they were really lonely or, like, scared or going through change. I think it's also that aspect of like relatability to people that you listen to yeah and it's like oh meeting your big sisters right yeah like imagine not knowing who your big sister is and it's like oh there she is yeah yeah, i could i could see why okay so the next question is what are you proud of yourself for individually and as a group this is a very broad question how about what are you proud of yourself for this past week oh okay i'm proud of myself because this is the first week i went back to the gym after a three-month hiatus did you pay for the equinox gym for three months and not go Girl, I am going to take your pass. <laughs> in my defense, it's because literally we were slammed yeah. with yeah, ABG. Yeah. Like I had barely any time also, for myself. I, I fell off of the yoga thing as well. And I also paid membership and was pretty absent. So. I'm going to take both y'all passes. <laughs> don't worry. use my time that I don't have to go. <laughs> it literally felt like my I could hear my mom be like, what the fuck? Like every time I didn't go, I'm like, I know, mom, I'm oh. sorry. Because like I know how much money things cost and everything. But no, I back on a positive note. I'm very happy I went back to the gym because it felt like I was creating a routine back for myself that I lost the past few months. Mm -hmm. And I challenged myself to take a new class, which I never do. I took a HIIT class for the first time. And let me just tell you, I struggled. I literally was like, oh, I'm going to get water to my friend. And I stood outside for 10 minutes. (laughs) I couldn't couldn't do it. But I'm happy I made it. At least I went to the class and I made it through the whole session. That's the biggest. That's like the biggest thing. Showing up. Show up. Yeah. Yeah. And And hit hit is high intensity. Yeah. Hit is. I hate hit. And I I like am fairly. I'm like moderately active and I don't like hit workouts. And you went to an 8 a.m. class. That is like on a weekday. (laughs) That's a win in and of itself. I don't care what the class was. That's true. Yeah. I'm sore right now. <laughs> but that is my win for the week. How about you two? Um, this is like a really small thing, but like getting up early to cook breakfast. Has yes, been yes. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, I normally don't eat breakfast, but I feel like my metabolism has been kind of weird. I want to have more consistent poops. And I feel like to have. Yeah. And I feel like with breakfast, I've been trying to get up a little bit earlier around 8 a.m. So that at least I'm eating breakfast by like nine ish. Mm. And instead of just grabbing a bar, which I used to do all the time, like one of those RX bars I used to eat all the time. Now I'm like, let's make some eggs. Let's do like two eggs in there. Reinforce it with a carton of egg whites because I love egg whites. Mm -hmm. So I add the egg whites in there Um, and then like add spinach and turn it into a wrap or something. And it just feels like a nice moment in the morning when you like I'm not hungry in the morning, but I think I'm just kind of experiencing experimenting with my yeah. body to see how reactive it is to kickstarting your morning off with breakfast in the morning instead of just coffee and it's, it's actually good, i poop yeah. like 
twice a day now. Wow. Like, pretty fully, too. Dang. Not, like, little droplets, but, like... <laughs> substantial. Yeah. Substantial. <laughs> I feel, like, good, too. Mm. So, it's... Yeah, that's... I think that I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself for doing that yeah. the do past you, week. Do you also cook for Phil, or is it just for you? Yeah, I, I'll leave him some, too. He wakes up a little bit later, but I'll leave it for him, too. We can check in with Phil about his poops. Yeah. Later too. yeah. <laughs> what a nice moment to have in the morning, too. They know how the yeah. lighting is at your apartment. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's, like, a little sacred, like... Time to yourself before you yeah. start your, like, busy day. Mm-hmm. Totally. I think that versus rushing, getting up, and you have no moment. Like, it, like having breakfast and sitting down before going into the office. Like, yeah. that And also re-journaling again. So when mm-hmm. I eat breakfast, I'm also journaling oh, in the morning. Oh, that's a good way. Yeah. yeah. It's a good way to get in that time as well. How about you, Janet? Mine's maybe a little random, but I went on a couple of dates recently, and it was the first time that I actually felt like I really connected with someone. Mm. Um, unfortunately, I realized that he was still kind of like dating other people and I wasn't really comfortable with that. Not just dating, but it was actually more specifically like being physical. And this is a whole other topic we could talk about, right? Like in terms of the process of dating and how to manage being physical or intimate and not. And um, I know for sure I'm looking for a serious relationship and that I'm not comfortable after a certain point if I have an emotional connection with you. I'm not comfortable with you being physical with other people. And in the past, I've always desired this. I would desire a long-term relationship, but then if there was still like chemistry, I would choose the immediate comfort, which is just to choose to continue to date you and be physical with you, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the first time that I was actually able to like have a conversation with the person and be like, it's not an ultimatum, but like, I like you and I'm not comfortable with you dating other people. And if you're not okay with that or like, then maybe we shouldn't like see each other anymore. Mm. Confident um, woman. I know. <laughs> yes, girl. And uh, yeah, and then he, and he was really sweet about it. You know, he was just like, you know, okay, like um, I really like you. I'd be okay with still like kind of developing a friendship. But I'm like, but if you're still going to see other people, I'm not going to be comfortable. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like a, a like a mutual understanding and a separation yeah so i i'm proud of myself for that i feel like that is kind of a big change in my approach in dating so i'm so proud of you for like standing your ground vocalizing what you advocate and and advocating for yourself and saying like okay if you're going to continue doing this i can't be here as much as you also wanted to be Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. because you felt that connection and it's hard to find that connection yeah i think also the feeling of the butterflies and it's, it's being like intimate someone it's kind of like an uh, addicting feeling because it feels so good it's hard to like hard to cut yourself off from that yeah so i'm like damn janet like she laid it out tried to i tried we'll see (laughs) (laughs) no you're doing really well and the fact that you have another date tomorrow i have another date tomorrow we'll see i'm really trying to put more effort into this whole dating thing uh for 2020 which is hard it's hard to kind of try to be because to date effectively you have to be vulnerable and emotionally open but you also you know you don't want to be an emotional mess so (laughs) trying to walk that fine line next question here what guests did you interview that surprised you the most i feel like different guests are surprising for different reasons like two people pop in my head one is nadia yeah Yeah. that's the one i was thinking about too i had a feeling because i think she's blue all three of us away with how damn she's just so powerful and at her yeah. and she's so successful at such a young age i remember all of us walking we were like damn dude this girl is like she's coming in hot and yeah. i don't remember being that ambitious at that age or oh I, yeah no she's like making shit happen yeah and i think she blew us away just how just everything her presence her drive her sense of like self-confidence too she's someone that surprised me in a like very like positive like oh shit like i feel your power way Another person actually is Simu. I didn't know he had to go through all that like random jobs before right, he right. found like a really good solid role. And the fact that he actually had to like sell dog food or give dog food away and ran <laughs> to his like coworker at his corporate job, I'm like, ooh, I can only imagine like that kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. 
So that surprised me. How about you two? I'm thinking about those two also, actually. Like, Simu, the fact that he was so scrappy and, yeah, just his journey to get to where he was. And also starting from a place that is very familiar, I think, to a lot of people of Asian descent mm-hmm. backgrounds. I think that was a really, really good episode. And he's an incredible interviewee, too, because he's very intellectual, used big, big words Trogl- on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah tr- I thought you said chocolate <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I get. <laughs> Don't you picture like a snout of a pig? <laughs> I do now. now. I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we don't read the dictionary for fun at all. <laughs> and then Nadia also blew me away because she is so young. And and when she like came into our recording space, she did seem kind of like a little bit shy. And then just like when it mics turned on, she was just going on. I was yeah, like, yeah. dang girl. Yeah. And she is doing a lot of things to impact the community and bringing a lot of awareness to the periods and the period movement too. So props to her. Yes, I second everything that you guys said. Same thing. Next question. What's your biggest fear with ABG in the future? Where do you see ABG going in the future? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> That's a loaded question. Yeah. Uh, I have a, just a very immediate gut answer. Mm. I would say, like we kind of talked about in our uh, previous episodes with like a reflection on 2019 and also our goals for 2020, ABG has like really, really like tripled, I guess, like an activity over the last like year. And I think that's amazing. But then it's like the other side of that is like we have to keep up with it and we have to be able to sustain it. And I just have a sometimes I get a general just like anxiousness or like the fear of not being able to keep up or like do it justice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that too. Do it justice, but in a less of a I'm worried about the activity because I do feel like we'll get to a place where we can manage that activity not just amongst ourselves and our current team but like expanding our team and I'm excited for that part of it I think the doing it justice part scares me a little bit because Mm. with our name there does hold a lot of broadness to Mm. it like Asian boss girl there's so much under that Mm -hmm. and I hope that we can fulfill that and be a good representation of that and that's that's the doing justice part yeah. of it that I'm I'm a little like, ooh, what if we, you know, aren't good representations of it? And that's the whole imposter syndrome feeling, I guess, mm. kicking in a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree with you both. I think another thing for a fear is this is my people pleaser side coming out is that people are like asking us three. So what's next or what's going on? Because I think people have this expectation that they see our growth and they're like, so when are you guys going full time? And all three of us are just like, uh, let me, let's, 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 let's talk about it first yeah. amongst us three and see where it goes. I'm very um, flattered that they see so much potential and growth for ABG, but at the same time, it's like, I also think about what if we don't meet your expectations of what you, what you think we are, you know, mm-hmm. because we're so busy doing other things. I think for me, it's like figuring out like, because we talk about making this something like full time or making this more like a long term thing. And I'm like, well, when do I pull the trigger mm-hmm. to be like, all right, do I leave my job? And I can't see myself doing that. I'm also afraid like financially, like, I think people assume that we're like making a shit ton of money from ABG. I'm like, we are not. not. No. <laughs> As I love to say, like, I had a labor a, of love. It's still a labor of yeah, love. Yeah, they're like, oh, you guys don't like make, like, you guys can't sustain. I'm like, we can't sustain a, a lifestyle. A <laughs> we can't sustain a pet right now. <laughs> no, seriously. So I think for me, just like that fear of like, if we, if we were to make the, the jump, what does that mean for all of us three individually? Because we do have a lifestyle, we have an income right now. Hold Janet. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I would say it with Mel, like, I mean, with Helen, it's like the idea of being able to fulfill that. But I also, I, I think my tendency is to think a little bit like immediately, what are we going to do in like the next six months and then also a mm-hmm. year and two years. And I have a little bit of a fear of like, what does that activity look like and mm-hmm. how to make that work? Like, mm-hmm. I can't quite solve that problem in my head. And that makes me feel a little anxious. I know with the three of us, like, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. But it's like when I can't quite see it on my own, I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Like, yeah. what, how are we going to do this? Sorry, we got you. <laughs> I have a lot of confidence. 
I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> it's the coffee. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> All right. So the next question is, can we take a picture with you guys if we see you? Hell no. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That's her way of saying yes. <laughs> coffee speaking <laughs> <laughs> Helen's just kidding by the way yes i am absolutely <laughs> kidding absolutely please take a yeah. it's so much better when um people ask us to take a picture rather than i could sometimes i could tell when people want to and then like they don't want to and then i go up to them like you're trying to Hi. Yeah, yeah you know um yeah. and it makes me feel awkward please come up to us <laughs> <laughs> Helen, do you want to take a picture with me <laughs> well for me like yeah of course just put yeah. a filter on me please <laughs> put a filter on because sometimes i literally don't give a like i walk around and like no makeup and then then someone yeah. goes oh aren't I'm like, oh, crap. I don't have any makeup on, but it's okay. I'm no, crazy. but in all seriousness, like, we love it when you guys are interacting with us yes. and say hi and, like, let us know your favorite episodes and mm-hmm. what you like about ABG and also, like, what you want to see in yeah. ABG in the future, you know, things. Like, we will literally take that back to the team. And we also, like, share the pictures with the team. Like, oh, look who I yeah. bumped Like, yeah. you know, I bumped into a fan and it, it makes us feel really good. So please, please stop us to take pictures with us if you see us. Next question here. Best part about being Asian? I can say about being Asian American, for me, as I've gotten older, I really do appreciate having like um, a mixed cultural background mm-hmm. or having kind of ethnically coming from one culture and then being brought up in another. There's a lot of like unloading there, right, in, in terms of pros and cons, but ultimately that's something that I've, I think is like really enriching and mm-hmm. allows you to see the world in different ways and to have a greater sense of empathy for different perspectives. I think my favorite part right now about being Asian American, we are literally in this like in this like movement for Asians coming up and it feels like still a very small community mm-hmm. to the point where we're only like one uh, degree or two degrees away from Sandra O's mm-hmm. or Aquafinas of the world right and they're the ones that have gotten golden globes like it's crazy the fact that we're in such a tight community or the downside of it is that whenever you're sort of like coming up there's still that period of feeling you're still not there yet Mm -hmm. and i think that's when you feel the motivation but also you're questioning if you're doing the right things and Mm -hmm. there's still like doubt and there's still fear but there's that like motivation and that fire under our butts so that's i feel like where we are as asian americans and i feel very much like we're part of that community too Mm -hmm. i feel like there's a lot of stereotypes are like saying like oh asian like you grow up with strict parents and all this stuff but something about understanding the different nuances of being like having our families from a different country i love hearing the stories that come out from their childhood their um their customs that they're implemented into our life like the asian america being a blend of both cultures is really cool to be honest i love the food I think growing up, I used to always want, like, French fries and all the American stuff. But, like, I love Asian food. Like, Mm -hmm. I love the food that comes out of our countries. It's amazing. It tastes so good. And, like, now when I eat it, it feels like a sense of home. Mm -hmm. Love being Asian. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) One trait or characteristic that one of the girls has that you'd like for yourself or that you admire. (laughs) Silence. I okay I would say one automatically I feel like Mel and I have kind of different personalities I think in terms of like she's very extroverted I think you very easily like if you wake up and you want to talk to someone you'll just like FaceTime them right and I'm like really not that way like I I tend to be more like when people reach I love having conversation with people but I'm not good at initiating so a lot of my like phone calls or chats or catch-ups with people are like when they initiate Mm. so I wish I had that kind of like just like ease of being able to just kind of put myself out there Mm. I would say the same. 
for Mel because I do feel like for me it is I feel like you're very good at like expressing your emotions or your thoughts even though you say sometimes like I don't think I said that correctly I'm like dude that like came out really really well but you do a really good job of just like expressing yourself and I feel more reserved in that sense so that is something that I do admire a lot about you oh that's really nice (laughs) love this (laughs) (laughs) and then for Janet I feel like the thing that I admire the most is like how put together, mm-hmm. in a sense, you're. I, I don't know if you like when I say that, but <laughs> I think you come off as very level-headed, very fair. Like you can express yourself in a different way than Mel, mm-hmm. but I think in a very eloquent way that like I can't. And so it's like always traits that I feel like I lack in that I admire the most in in mm-hmm. you guys, right? Externally, and that's the thing that I take away. That I'm like, dang, I wish I could be that as like eloquent and put together as like Janet is. Oh, uh, yeah, that's the thing you. that I. Same. I think for Janet, especially, like, me and Helen Joker, I'm like, oh, we need Janet because she helps us pack. She's like, you say things in a way that just, like, comes off so smooth and you have, like, the voice of an angel. <laughs> but in general, I feel like you're really dependable, too. Mm-hmm. I think you're very consistent with how you are as a friend. And I feel like I can always count on you to be there. You have a sense. You have a way of empowering my decisions. And when, mm-hmm. I, like, when I'm feeling low, but also giving really sound and solid advice. Someone who's wise is talking to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a big sister sense. Yeah, no, for sure. And then Helen, wait, one thing I noticed with you right away that I'm like, dang, she's really good at, I think the fact that I am emotional, I could overreact sometimes. It's very apparent when I'm stressed, but you're actually very, you're, you never come off stressed. You're very easygoing. Like even, I remember traveling her with Asia. I was like, we we're lost in this cab. And she literally was like, hella calm. She like, told the driver, we're going here. And like, you're very, um, your temperament's very consistent. Measured, yeah. But at the same time, you all like, I feel like you have Janet's way of um, expressing yourself and being composed, but at the same time, you also have a level of, like, a very funness to you. Is that a word? Like, I always kind of Helen have a good time and not be like, oh, she's one of those dramatic. No, she's, like, really, you're, like, very well-rounded. Yeah, yeah. Biggest smile on my face. (laughs) Cheesy. I was going to say, you handle stress very well. Like, even when we have our meetings and it gets really, like, I I feel like when we get in those moments of executing, Mm. I get very, like, straight with, like, what shit needs to be done. Let's just do the shit. And I feel like you do that, but then you'll, like, make a random noise on the side yeah like, hey, you know, or even like in the message just like, like you're having fun no that's right that's but, what it no, that's so fucking true but that, and it's like without that there would be like you have the thing that cuts the air of like intensity and makes it like a good so time because otherwise i was like i'm we're both like we got to get the shit done we got like three yeah. hours of work ahead of us it's like 10 p.m yeah. and then you're like <laughs> she goes me or like, no that's true but, because- then, but you're still like kind of on and yeah i do because i feel like it's like you know how to get shit done but you're having a good time we had talked about previously about your like innate built-in optimism and Mm-mm. i think that's where it comes from that you choose to like not focus on the the negative yeah. or you anything that is like challenging you see the blessing in that or yeah. something and then you kind of just take it yeah so like that's a <laughs> no, that's, oh, that's all captured in the sound. Yeah, <laughs> it's so true because, like, I think Janet, me and you, we're more on the str- we're more stressed. I think yeah, about yeah. stuff, but you kind of like quiet. Like I could tell on your face, I kind of internalize the stress. <laughs> but for me, I like get really flustered and all this stuff. And I was telling another friend, I said, Helen's the only person in my life that could literally calm me down with just being there and like cuts the tension easily. Because everyone else that I work with would be like, they'll stress me out even more. Mm-hmm. But Helen has a way of like. Adding this diffusing, yeah. adding a sense of humor that makes yeah. it like oh, and then I, then all of a sudden I'm like I have a good time. Yeah, I never knew I did that. No, Thanks, for guys. sure. Oh, <laughs> so I was like, like it's like it's a face, it's, it's a face too. She and it's made. like a neck movement. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the hand. And the, she does. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm very confused <laughs> right now, but I love this. I love it. I'm gonna now be very aware of this. No, please. or let me let me know when that happens because I, I I don't I don't notice that. I think it we'll show you next time. Comes out. <laughs> you know what it is, dude? Helen's never annoyed. Yeah. Oh, I am annoyed. Are you kidding me? In our me? meetings, you never come off annoyed. Oh, that's because we're like getting stuff done. Yeah, yeah. You don't take things personally when the work comes, oh. or you don't get personally attached to it so you're very like this is the thing that needs to be done yes. and then you're willing to kind of just yeah yeah that's that's very true agent <laughs> 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 boss girl is brought to you by skillshare Make 2020 a year where you explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity with classes from Skillshare. Learn about illustration, design, photography, video, freelancing, podcasting, and more. In this episode, we talked about what we've been proud of, building in routines, particularly for wellness and health. With Skillshare, you can look up a wide variety of classes, like creating a perfect morning routine, meditating for beginners, or breakfast basics, healthy and easy recipes. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash ABG and get two free months of premium membership. That's right, Skillshare is offering Asian Boss Girl listeners two free months of unlimited access to thousands of classes. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash ABG. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash ABG to get your two free months of premium membership. That's Skillshare.com slash ABG. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. All right, our next category is dating. First question is, would you guys date someone younger and how much? Ooh. I did the young thing before. I mean, I tend to. The young thing? <laughs> Actually, Mel, yeah, you did. You shared did. about your uh, college experience yeah. as a senior dating I'm a fresh freshman, you freaking cougar. <laughs> I know everyone used to be like, oh, Mel, you to put a tip in the cougar jar. I'm like, shut up. A, a tip, tip in the what? They, they, in my meeting. I was thinking about like your tip, but you don't have a tip. I, know. I was like, oh, a tip. <laughs> I don't know why, but jar. Okay. back in my college org and Everyone used to joke around during my e-board meetings. You're like, oh, here comes Mel, the cougar. Everyone like does like oh. this like tip. Like, oh, my God. They oh. weird handles. Oh, yeah, like the rar. Yeah. Yeah, I see. <laughs> rar. Um, and my ex-boyfriend was one year younger than me. I know it's only one year, but I think since I've already dated younger, I would like to date older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I haven't really done that. Mm-hmm. So for me, I... But how, how young would you go as of now? Maybe a year. A year? Or two. I don't know. I, here's the thing. I don't think that age defines maturity, but... I think the fact that my ex was one year younger and there's a huge, for me, it's like there's a gap in maturity. I was like, oh man. It kind of turned me off to the idea of dating someone younger, but I'm not 
against it. What's on your dating like age range that you've your set? filter? Yeah, um, I do my age, so twenty eight to like I guess thirty five. Oh, so twenty eight range. Hmm? You, you wouldn't go younger then. I would do probably one year. Okay, so like twenty seven to thirty five. Yeah, year. that's a good. Yeah, for anyone out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Helen, you're not. Well, you're engaged now. I know, but if I were dating, how much younger? Yeah, um, this is fun to think about. <laughs> um, maybe I would say maybe like. 30. I think once you get back into the 20s, it's kind of, it yeah. kind of feels a little too young. Yeah. So like 30 and above, I think I'd be okay with. You're 31, right? I'm 32. 32. Oh. Now. Yeah. So 30, I think. Usually after guys hit 30, I feel like they've reached a level of maturity. And this is like speaking very, like on average, yeah. generally, that they're like ready kind of to settle down. And eh, I don't know about that, actually. Uh. That's I have different. That is not yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> the guys we've been talking to and our not friends, true. I'm like, Aw. I would say I would still say thirty. <laughs> you know, it's really funny. I can always envision Helen being one that that like if she were if she were single, she'd be dating like that twenty like four year old like basketball star. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I could see that too. Sasha, your age would be six years. <laughs> oh, okay. So you actually could see her with younger versus older. I could see her maybe. both, but there's yeah, like... Yeah. My... No, I have friends that I could see them with a younger dude because of the energy. Energy, like that's yeah, what it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see. Like you're fun-loving, so you probably... If the guy could bring that fun-loving and like... Activity. But he also has to be like mature and like knows what he wants and like all that but shit. That just be, so. I guess you just like casually like dating him. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, like maybe he's not the, the person that you would like right. marry, but uh, if you were I, casually yeah. dating. Okay, I guess 24. <laughs> How about Janet? My filter right now is set at, I think, like, two years younger than me, Mm -hmm. 32, and then up to, like, 42. So I have a 10-year range. I'm 34. Mm -hmm. I think because of my particular age being in, like, closer to mid-30s and then also my particular dating goals of wanting to, like, find a life partner, I don't want to go too young. I'm not, like, opposed. If I were to meet someone and there was a connection and they were a lot younger, I would be okay with that. But I would say generally, like, my experience is – guys who are going to be looking for a more serious commitment that usually doesn't happen until closer in their mid-30s on average mm. very generally mm-hmm. right but I, I would i would go younger if it's like if i if i meet someone and it happens to click yeah. but i would say generally on average i'm usually dating like my age or older mm. mm-hmm. so it sounds like neither of you are like closed off completely to that 24 year old basketball guy either <laughs> yeah. i'm just saying she wants to live through us that's what she said <laughs> she wants to what she wants to live, live vicariously us. through oh. <laughs> All right, then next one is current woman crush or inspiration. I'll go first. I think my current woman crush is someone like an Aquafina. And mm. I know it's like she's big in the news right now. She's everywhere. She's doing. But I think it's more like the fact that she doesn't seem to be like buying into like the beauty standards of Hollywood type thing mm. where she can completely just still be herself. Yeah, I sure, she's too. not rapping about like vaginas anymore right now. <laughs> but like I, f- I still feel a sense of like genuineness coming from her mm-hmm, and just yeah. her still representing herself. And I think that is ultimately the goal, right? To yep. be yourself and to be accepted for yourself. And if we can get there one day, that'd be pretty damn cool. How about you ladies? I don't know why this came to mind, but um, is her name Rooney Mara or Mara Rooney? Do you guys remember? She was the, the girl with the dragon tattoo. She was the actress for oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she's uh, engaged or dating Joaquin Phoenix, and the both of them have been more prominent in media for kind of like promoting like animal welfare. Oh. Um, and there's something about their dynamic and them as people and also the kind of roles that she chooses as an actress. I don't know why I went to media, but just... Yeah, something about her demeanor and her values was really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my always, actually now, long time, constant crush is uh, Lady Gaga. 
And oh, I, yes. yeah, I recently yeah. listened to an episode that she had with Oprah. She's oh been, my gosh, so good. Yeah, yeah. I listened yes. to it too after Janet recommended. She's it. been speaking out about um, mental health a lot, and I just respect her a lot as an artist and as a person. And mm-hmm. I love that she's using her platform and this stage of her career to really focus on having like impact and making a positive impression on the world. Yeah. I actually wrote my girl crush down, and I wrote why I liked her so much, so that I could empower myself to be more like her. When did you write this down? I said I want to be like Lisa Ling. And I wrote down because, like, she's, like, really – she's really worldly. She's well-spoken, speaks in a calm, collective voice. I think it's very opposite of how I come off. She's very highly educated, has opinions on topics, and I think that – I just see the way she raised her daughters. She's the kind of mother I'd want to be, too. There's a lot of reasons why I just, like, really look up to Lisa Ling. Hmm. So when you guys met her at one of the events, I literally was, like, freaking out. Because she's always been, like, someone I always saw in media growing up. I felt, like, a strong presence, but I didn't know what it was. And Mm -hmm. I realized it's because she was Asian-American, and she's Mm -hmm. so eloquent. That I wish to be someone like her. Yeah. She follows us on Instagram. I know. I How crazy is that? On. Hello, Lisa, if you're looking <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Lisa's, I guess, one of my inspirations. Next question. How do you all feel about the expectation for women to take their husband's last name? I feel like right now, not a lot of women I know actually are taking their husband's names. I think that's totally fine. We're living in a modern time, so... Yeah. I don't feel like there's an expectation for that. I'm not also dating, so I don't know if my future (laughs) husband wants me to take his last name. I agree. I've seen a a growing trend of women kind of keeping their last names, and especially if they have kind of an identity through their profession already Mm. with their last name. The one thing that I always think about, though, is like if you do have kids, Mm -hmm. it can get kind of tricky. Like whose last name does the kid take? And then does that get confusing for them as a family? I don't know. Helen, what do you think? Because you are like about to... Do you want to have this happen? (laughs) Make this decision. I would agree with Janet. Like, I think the only reason why I'd want to take my husband's last name is so that there's like a family name for your kids when you have kids. But I do kind of want to like hyphenate my last name. Mm. And I think some people put it in like their middle names Mm, or they might hyphenate it. Wu Wang would be my (laughs) last name, I guess. You want to be How Wu crazy Wang? is that? How crazy is that? Wu Wang fan. <laughs> um, but like my coworker, she has two kids, and her first kid took the last name of her husband, and the second one takes her last name, oh. and she like kind of doesn't care that they have different last names. But I'm thinking like. Um, what if they're in the same class and they have different last names, but then they're like brothers and sisters? Yeah, or are yeah. they coming from different parents? Mm-hmm, or like, mm-hmm. you know, like that that gets a little bit messy. So I think for me, I totally respect her for doing that. I'm like, yeah. that's amazing that you kept your own last name and you named your daughter after your last name. <laughs> like, that's pretty. That's a a, a modern day woman move. Like, <laughs> go go you right. Um, but I don't know if I would particularly do that. But yeah. I think it's cool if if you do. So you go, you're leaning towards doing Wu Wang. I think so. Helen Wu Wang. Yeah. So then would your kids take Wu Wang as well? <laughs> <laughs> Do you take the Wu Wang? <laughs> I mean, like, you know, when when you name, like, would they, they're legally, would it be also Wu slash Wang? Yeah, no, or? no. That's something I still need to talk to my fiance about. <laughs> or Phil could take your last name, too. So I have a friend that got married and they both hyphenated both their last name and took yeah, that. Yeah, that's oh. another thing I've seen done commonly as well. But, yeah. but they, have a, they have a nice ring to it. Like, they're both Armaz fan versus, like, like, I don't know. This is what Wu Wang. <laughs> now that I think about it more, I think I might be more traditional and want to take the husband's last name, which is, I actually have never really thought about this. What if he has a really ugly sounding last That's fucked up. I should have said I don't know why that came to mind. <laughs> My random sounds. If the question was more about what do you feel about the expectation, I, I think there's less of an expectation nowadays, and I think that's awesome. But then it's also, it's like every person's right to kind of choose what they want. Um, and I, I think. 
I would I would go with the husband's last name. But yeah, I think that's pending on what is his last name. I hope it's not ugly. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Okay, that's how we had defense. But I also think we're so used to our last name. It has a nice ring, like Janet mm. Wang, Melody Chang, Helen Wu. I can't see it any other way, in a, in a mm. weird way. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Going on a first date with a 35-year-old guy. Uh, I am 25. Any tips? This is from one of our listeners. Ooh, okay. So you're going on a date with a guy who's 10 years older. Any tips? I think the only tip, because I think if I were her at that age, I would be like, oh, I would really want to try to come off as mature, all these things, because I know he's older. But at the end of the day, just be authentically yourself, because that's what's going to matter in the end. He'll know if you're trying to be someone you're not. Our friends who are 35, they have, there's a keen awareness yeah, they yeah. developed. So just be you, and he'll fall in love with that. If not, you'll find someone else. I think that's a very good tip, Mel. Yeah. She would be going in with a position where maybe she's going to be more nervous and trying to impress. Mm -hmm. And if you're planning to go long-term dating, you can only hold up a facade for so long, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's better to kind of be authentically yourself. And I would also say you are kind of not interviewing, but like you're dating, you're evaluating him too. So I would be critical about what it is that you're looking for at the age of 25 in dating. And can he provide you that? Mm. Mm -mm -mm. All right. So our last question for dating is, Helen, does it feel different to be engaged? Hmm. I mean, I am constantly worried about my ring. I'm constantly feeling my finger for it and freaking myself out. <laughs> um, I feel like there's like almost this like invisible uh, veil of like security also with the engagement mm-hmm. where it's like, now I'm really weird and you have to accept me for me kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. And I feel he like... trapped he, his ass already. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like he trapped my ass too because yeah. I feel like he's also being a little more weird and I'm oh. like, I kind of like this. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels like a, a, another sense of like closeness, mm. I guess, which I guess is the point of an engagement to, to like secure your relationship a little bit more because it's almost like a promise to each other, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's like the same. We're, we're inundated... Actually, no, we're not because we're not doing shit right now with like wedding stuff that's on our minds and we're going to meet tomorrow about it to actually start planning things out because it's been like almost two months and we kind of haven't done anything yet other than going dress shopping, which is really fun Mm -hmm. with you two ladies. But other than that, I don't know, I guess slight sense of security, more just like weirdness and yeah, wedding planning. I'm so excited (laughs) for for you guys. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, what else else are you excited for? (laughs) To attend. (laughs) Mel's definitely living vicariously through all of the all the activity. I literally sent Helen an email with twenty links to venues, and I emailed all of them. Wow, you did! I did, Aww. but I still have to. I've gotten so many emails back, and I just need to like go through all of it. But yeah, it sounds so overwhelming. I, I know. Yeah, <laughs> but you got this. Sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> but she, Helen's really good at executing. Yeah, though. yeah. You got this. You got this. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Okay, the next section of questions, we're going to touch upon the topic of college. The first question goes to Mel. How was Mel's community college experience? That's a good question. We never asked you that before. I think it depends on the person you are. Because I, for me, my mindset was like, I want I can't wait to transfer out. It felt like a very transition mm. school. I really enjoyed it because I liked the classes I took. The teachers there are actually really great. And I think sometimes you could assume that like community college education isn't as thorough or as thought out as like university level. But I learned a lot and community college so I think definitely take advantage of that this is actually your time to figure out what you like to do because I think you're not spending as much money as you would at a UC or like a at a bigger college so I felt like I actually found out my major then versus Mm -hmm. like at a university but I would say that like sometimes being community college 
you really have to push yourself because it's very easy to be stuck there and have the excuse like, oh, I should take another year. Oh, I'll do another year. And I have a lot of friends who actually like stayed for four years because they're trying to figure out what they want to do, which is fine. Like everyone's on their own timeline. But for me, I was like, no, I really want to get out in two years. I think I really enjoyed it. But at the same time, like I'm not, I'll admit when I was there, I kind of thought I was missing out because all my friends went to UC and mm. went to like a four-year college. I felt like I wasn't quote unquote smart as them or like there's like a prestige going to university versus like starting at a community college. So I felt like kind of ashamed a little bit when I was there to say, oh, I go to community college because people assume that like I actually didn't try hard in high school because like... Mm. I mean, when you go to community college, it doesn't matter what your GPA is. Everyone could go. And so for me, I remember talking to my mom. My brother said, you know what? Like, I'm going to try my hardest in high school to maintain my grades because if I let it falter now, I'm gonna literally going to do the same in community college. I won't get out and go to a good university. So I think really pushing yourself is like something I had to do. It's developing a like, strong willpower and strong work ethic to like get yourself out. But overall, I'm happy. I saved a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. I mean, what you touched upon there is you're very self-motivated, mm-hmm. which is that's i mean it continues to show through in terms of how we know you now right trying so the next question is how did you learn in school i feel like i'm studying wrong it's hard for me to retain information Ooh, i feel like this is a hard one my dad actually always told me in like uh high school and college that it's not about what you're learning but learn how to learn because that's like a lifelong skill to kind of Hmm. kind of figure out i don't actually know that i ever figured it out (laughs) to be honest I do remember like the beginning of college, I was like really thorough. So I would read the assigned thing one time and then I would read it again. Mm -hmm. And then I would go back maybe like spot read. And then as I got closer to grad, it just totally fell off. And Mm -hmm. it was just like survive. (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely not a crammer. I can't cram. I'm someone that like if I study, I like to do chapters like per day. Like I'm the one that follows like a schedule every day versus like reading five chapters in one night. Mm. One thing I definitely took advantage of in community college and in university was I went to office hours a lot. So when I wasn't understanding things in class, I, I went to the TA all the time because there's a way sometimes the TA or the person that is positioning the information that you may not understand the first time. So like they reframe it differently the second yeah. time, then I understand it that way. Hmm. So I always take advantage of like in-person meetings. That's yeah. a really good piece of advice to give because like I did not do that and I kind of wish I did because you also build relationships with people mm. who have had like a... a lifelong like career also mm-hmm. before they become professors and they could become really good connections for you is what I realized but for me I was the crammer like complete opposite of Mel I never scheduled it out I always like for every exam it would be all-nighters studying for 10 hours a day and then I am really good at retaining information mm-hmm. for a short period of time mm-hmm. so I think that's I think it depends on like your style and yeah. your your capabilities mm-hmm. of memorizing things and if you need a longer period of time to really like internalize it which if I did that I think I would probably forget it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I would cram everything 24 hours before the exam and then do well but then like a week later I'd be like what did I learn yeah. <laughs> I don't know I don't know but yeah, I was very thorough and detailed and taking taking notes too. Interesting how we all learn differently. Yeah. yeah. I think I did a combo. Like, so in the beginning, I was very thorough in that way. And then, yeah, towards the end, I do, I have a tendency even in high school to cram a lot. So mm. I would do maybe two all-nighters and then just like sleep forever. I actually don't know if that, what works better for me. Mm. Yeah, I can't, like, I for me, cramming literally just stresses me out. Mm. So that's why I, my brain doesn't retain information that way. Mm. Even if I wanted to, I'm like, nope. Can't do it. Next question here. I'll ask this one. <laughs> what did you guys think about Boston when you were visiting Helen's hometown? And this is under the colleges one because we went to Boston College. <laughs> okay. I think it was cool in many different ways because I think one, 
the city of Boston is really like charming and yeah. very magical. And I've never really been on the East Coast. So I loved exploring the city, even though we were stressed out trying to figure out your engagement. But <laughs> I did enjoy walking around. There's no city like it here in the West Coast. Yeah. I think visiting your college is a crazy experience because I think Jen and I went to the same university. Yeah. Right. So all we know is kind of UCSD. But for me, seeing colleges not in California, because we're really aware of the UC system. And I kind of like, Picture this young Helen, a time where we didn't know you mm-hmm. and the time that you talked about a lot. So to put that location to your stories is really cool. Yeah. And even like because we went out after the speaking event to like a restaurant and just hearing kind of the stories mm-hmm. of the experiences of the students that were there and then you kind of chiming and be like, oh, yeah, that or, yeah. or this. It was really like reminiscent. I think it helped us understand you better and then get like an under or like a little peek into your history um and i agree boston is really charming i had only been there one time before that and it was like many many years ago and not in the same like area and neighborhoods um and it was also really cool to meet your family i feel like like more layers of really getting to know um getting to know you so well we have to go back and spend a little bit longer there because i like really wanted to take you guys to my favorite restaurant is giacomo's in in uh in boston and it's like a small family-run uh, Italian restaurant mm. and it's so so freaking good and we didn't get a chance to go so next time yeah actually now as we're talking to Helen there's a sense of light and like bliss when you talk about Boston so even when you're talking about it I'm excited to go because you you're obviously very excited to show mm-hmm. us too so I'm like yeah I want to go because yeah. you seem so happy and proud to be from the city so <laughs> okay sound <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are already almost an hour in, and we've only gone through, like, half of the questions that we've composed from the one call-out for Q&As, so I think we might have to split this episode into two. What do you ladies think? Yes, I think so. I mean, this was great. Like, I loved the conversations that we had just based off of these questions, and we still have other topics to cover, so yeah, let's do it in another episode we'll talk about careers finances our style and a bunch of random questions like what are your boba orders do you have any pets and how do you deal with broken dreams Ooh, Ooh, that's a very deep and big question (laughs) well thank you so much for listening to part one of q a if you have not subscribed already please do so we are abg slash asian boss girl you can find us on spotify itunes and all of the podcasting platforms you can leave us a rating um, and a review we love those please share with us how you're enjoying or not enjoying our episodes god i hope you're enjoying these (laughs) (laughs) don't give that option positive yeah positive messages please we are also active on social media. You can find us at Asian Boss Girl on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you enjoyed part one of the episode, leave a heart emoji in the comments. Why do we always struggle with outros? <laughs> I know. How long have I been doing this for? <laughs> and we will catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.